Dun 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 Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the No Name Sports Show. I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, I don't know either, but it was very Peter Griffin. Yeah. So uh, sometimes it slips. Hey, oh. there for it. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Name Sports Show, the best worst sports show you could ever listen to. As always, I am your host. And I'm just Trevor. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Uh, Trevor, how you doing? Um, I'm a little little tired still. Um, so don't uh, forgive me, folks. I literally got out of bed ten minutes ago, probably. Got out of bed just to talk for you, folks. Mm, gotta love it. Loving every minute of it. Loving every minute of it. Anyway, as you guys can tell, I did not just wake up. I have been awake for quite some time. Um, yeah, I am. Uh, Trevor and I are on two different schedules right now, as you know. I think we told you guys last week. So, I don't think we did. I don't think I don't know if we did. Maybe we did. I don't know. Either way, uh, we are on different schedules right now. Um, which would explain why we missed yesterday's show. Uh, not for Trevor's sake, but for mine. Um, scheduling got changed up. Uh, my work schedule got flipped around on me, a complete 180. So uh, definitely weird. Um, I definitely get to see a guy who is all about buying a woman um, Danishes for smiles. Um, he's not hitting on her, though. He's not hitting on her. I just want to point that out. Nope. So, um, we still have uh, next Wednesday show, which I think again is going to be phenomenal. Um, so hope you guys will tune in for that. Um, but we're here to talk about sports, 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 sports. So uh, we're just going to jump into it, uh, Trevor. What are your hot headlines and upcoming news for the uh, the? Wonderful sport of hooky. Um, it's been a pretty quiet week, honestly. Um, I guess like the biggest news would be like the power rankings have changed quite a bit. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche were like in 17th in the power rankings last week, and this week they jumped all the way up to uh, the 10 spot. It's like they've really like they started pretty slow, but they kind of really picked things up and turned around, which is uh, unlike the Rams. It's a uh, it's a good thing to see because I was a little worried. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last year, but they had a shit ton of players leave. So um, yeah, it's kind of nice to see that they're actually still competitive. Even without a bunch of these big team players, so I've had a lot of rookies like come in and pick things up, and uh, I'd love to see it. I'm not gonna lie. Other than that, the Bruins are still fucking killing the game. They have 123 goals scored this year already in 31 games. What are they playing on, like rookie mode or something? That's kind of what it feels like. Hey, I mean, you know, uh, I still got to sit down and, like, learn more about the game. But um, anytime you tell me that there's something that's, like, impressive, I have to be impressed by it. Because you don't get impressed very often. I don't. I don't. I do get pretty hyped about hockey, though. So much so, I'm actually getting people at work that to, to want to watch hockey. So, that's pretty cool. I keep trying to tell them to be Seattle Kraken fans. Uh, the the Ma- Kansas City Mavericks are affiliated with the team. And this one particular individual said, fuck that, and decided he's going to be a Florida Panthers fan. 
Okay, well, that's weird. I'm a Seattle Kraken fan. I'm a crackhead. What can I say? We're just a couple of crackheads on this podcast, folks. So what? Uh, what, what would you? Um, I know you said. Wait, how far away are we from the trade deadline? Um, it's March. Um, so we still got we still got a couple months. Okay. Um, is that it for Hickey? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We're gonna shift gears over to the NBA. Um, so a couple of the headlines that uh, are kind of huge right now coming out of the NBA. Um, the, uh, New York Knicks have lost a, uh, draft pick in 2025, uh, for, uh, tampering issues that they had with Jalen Brunson. Um, it seems to be pretty a hot thing that, uh, has been happening. Honestly, I don't see how you could really tamper. It's like, aside from like, Hey man, I could just like send like a carrier pigeon over to be like, Hey man, we're interested in you. But, uh, no, I don't, I mean, you know, not getting into too much of what they did, but cause it's a lot of boring mumbo jumbo, but, uh, that just happened. Uh, <clears throat> Phoenix suns were, uh, purchased. There was agreed to purchase for $4 billion. So that's, uh, you know, that's folding money. Um, and the uh, 2023 nominees for the Hall of Fame came out, uh, headlined by Greg Popovich, Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol, and my personal all-time favorite, Dwayne Wade. So, uh, definitely uh, some fun, interesting stuff there. All those guys that I just named off, definitely deserving. Uh Trevor, you know anything about the Basketball Hall of Fame? Notice I said basketball, not NBA Hall of Fame. Um, nope, I'm not going to lie. I don't. It's I'm cool. Michael Jordan's in it. So, yes, he is. Uh, so, it is It is the Basketball Hall of Fame. It is not the NBA Hall of Fame. So, what you do in your NBA career uh, is only a, a portion of your resume. Um, obviously most players play there longer, um, than they do in college. Uh, but that does come into a fact, like a factor. So, um, <clears throat> looking around the, uh, league though, standing wides out in the East, uh, not a whole lot has changed. Um, Miami is starting to come up above 500 as they're starting to get healthy. Um, they had a very funny in- in- incident, um, just a great group of guys, I think, just making light of the fact that they're not getting any kind of love on prime time. Um, but, you know, still sitting up at the top, you got the Milwaukee Bucks, the Celtics, and the Cavaliers, uh, all three teams that are vying for a championship. Um, definitely can make a strong case for any one of them to be the, uh, be the favorite uh, moving forward into the playoffs. Uh, moving over to the West, uh, Lakers and Warriors still sitting outside of the play-in spot. Definitely a, a weird uh, thought there. Lakers went on a little bit of a tear, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, out of nowhere, um, Anthony Davis got hurt. Shocker, I know, crazy. Uh, it's like clockwork, though. Um, still surprising. Uh, top three teams there uh, are the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Pelicans. So. Uh, <clears throat> Hopefully we can see some new blood coming out of the out of the West, uh, a little bit of dominance. Um, for my boy Janos, uh, shout out to Janos or Janos or uh, Janos or whatever he decides to tell you his name is. Um, the Orlando Magic went on a actual winning streak. Uh, still nowhere near the playoffs though, so there is that. Um, How many teams make it into the playoffs for the NBA? So the NBA has <coughs> – sorry. I got something stuck in my throat earlier, and <coughs> I can't get it. I can't get it fucking out. So uh, 20 teams make it in, uh, 10, per, uh, 10 per conference. 
<coughs> sorry. The top six um, are solidified as playoff teams. Uh, seven through ten are what they call uh, play-in teams. So they have a play-in tournament at the end of the season to decide who is actually number seven and number eight. So realistically, only 16 teams make it, eight per conference. But uh, two teams, uh, two extra teams get added to each conference uh, to kind of uh, be a part of a play-in tournament. So that's pretty fun. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so basically, you really don't know how to be that good to make the playoffs in basketball. Um, From what it sounds so, like. so you definitely don't want to be, so the, the play-in game, the play-in tournament is a little bit rough because, uh, obviously if you're sitting around nine or 10, you have to win a lot more games in order to make it in, <clears throat> uh, seven and eight have it a little bit easier to make it into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're sitting around 500, you could easily make it in and, uh, and be all right. Um, the playing games don't last very long. It's not like it's a ton. Uh, so. Hmm. Interesting. But it does add like a nice little spice to the end of the year because there has been in the past where you have two teams that are sitting at, you know, seven or sitting at, you know, seed eight and seed nine in the standings and they're, fucking dead even and it's like yo if they played right now would you tell me that you know the eighth the eighth place team is better than ninth place team no uh as the season goes on you'll see it it, the the standings will get a little bit closer right now it's, it's all kind of muddled together that's fair it's still pretty early on in basketball season too so yeah I mean, you got 82 games to get through. So, um, real quick, because he's annoying the fuck out of me right now. Uh, yesterday was Xerxes' birthday. Happy birthday, Xerxes! And uh, he just winked at you at right as you said that. Um, now he's being super annoying, and it's because he only wants one thing. And now I have to text somebody to get it for him. Um, food? Nope. It is... Something I can't say. Oh, because he'll freak out? Yep. Yeah, Cooper does that too. Dogs are great. Animals are great, people. And if you're mean to animals, I fucking hate you. Like, I'm totally all for, like, eating meat and all that, but holy shit. If you're mean to pets... Or at least, like, you know, if you're going to... We're about to get on a different wavelength here. Yeah. Uh, Even, like, with, like, cows. Like, let them live, like, their normal cow life. And then use them for whatever you need them for. Anyway, speaking of cows, uh, shout out to Three Piece. Fisting them. Keeping them all uh, ready for us. Yep. Like, uh, sticking your arm in a warm bowl of chili. All right, what um, else you got for the NBA, though? Anything? That was it. That's it. All right. I guess we could talk about the the World Cup then. Yes. Um. So I actually watched the game live. I just saw the highlights. Um, but it looked like the first 80 minutes, Argentina was pretty dominant. So I was honestly kind of shocked that France was able to tie it up and take it to penalties. It was, so I watched it live. Um, Game got very interesting, very quick. Towards the end of the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't really watch a whole lot of the World Cup this year, I'm gonna be honest. But it seemed like there's a lot of like upsets this uh, this World Cup. No, it definitely. So uh, first off, shout out and congrats to uh, Messi for 
uh, getting his World Cup. Um, <clears throat> that because uh, he will not play in another one after that. Um, so uh, also shout out to uh, Killian Mbappe for being an absolute fucking stud all World Cup, uh, especially in the World Cup uh, finale. Um, dude was a fucking hoss. Carried his team. He's going to be – I think he's the next in line to be, like, part of, like, the conversation for, like, GOAT players coming up. Um, I don't know enough about soccer to make that determination, but – that would be interesting because I'm as far as I know right now it's it's Messi and Ronaldo. Well, and then you have the other Ronaldo, and then you have you know Pele, obviously. Um, so they're like that's that's really truly really it. That's not uh, very, for for how many how big soccer is around the world. That's really it's kind of crazy that there's. Well, you look at you look into like. Maybe we should do a deep dive into that one of the sports shows. We'll definitely have to do that. Maybe on like you know, like when NFL season kind of winds down and we're waiting for like NHL and NBA to like pick up uh, a little bit more. I think we should do an in depth on the goats of each sport. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be done. Um, no, I do want to shout out though, uh, Nimbabwe. Crazy facts. Um, <clears throat> kid's only twenty four. And performed like a fucking stud on the world's biggest stage. So, hmm. uh, definitely cool. Um, yeah, I just, the game was so good. So, I just, you guys get a chance to go watch it. Uh, go back and watch it. It definitely, uh, Definitely was a fun game to watch. Uh, you can skip, like I mean, like Trevor said, you can skip through most of the first eighty minutes, but uh, towards the end, definitely got very spicy. So, um, <clears throat> all right, you ready to move on to the NFL? I sure am. He sure is. Okay, so uh, last week the uh, scores around the league. Uh, so first we have the Thursday night game, the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seattle Seahawks 49ers held on to win 21 to 13, the Saturday games, which was very wonderful and a great change of pace, I think should be added into the schedule. The Minneapolis, (laughs) Minneapolis, the Indianapolis Colts. Versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now you can see where I got Minneapolis stuck in my head. Uh, awesome, fun game. Uh, Vikings held on to win in overtime 39-36. to The Baltimore Ravens visiting the Cleveland Browns. Browns were able to sneak away with the win 13-3. to The <clears throat> Miami Dolphins visiting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, snowy game out there in Buffalo. Buffalo came away with the win, 32-29. to Moving over to Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Chicago Bears. Eagles came away with the win, 25-20. to The Atlanta Falcons visiting the New Orleans Saints. Saints came away with the win, 21-18. to The Lions visiting the Jets. Lions came away with the win, 20-17 to in Zach Wilson's redemption game. Uh... <clears throat> The Steelers visiting the Panthers. Panthers lose one uh, to the Steelers, 24-16. The Dallas Cowboys visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, pretty exciting game, actually. Jaguars came in with the win, 40-34 to in overtime. The Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Houston Texans. Chiefs came away with the win, 30-24 to in overtime. <clears throat> The Cardinals visiting the Broncos. Broncos held on to win 24-15. to New England heading out to Vegas. Uh, Raiders able to come away with the win 30-24. to 
the Tennessee Titans versus the Chargers. Uh, Chargers held on to win 17 to 14. The Cincinnati Bengals faced off against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bengals came away with the win 34 to 23. The Giants and the Commanders almost called them Washington football team um, after so many years of Redskins. Uh, Giants held on to win uh, 20 to 12. And then the Monday night game, <coughs> the Rams visiting Green Bay. Uh, Packers were able to win 24 to 12. Trevor. Yes, sir. This was a big week, I feel like, um, as the playoffs were creeping up in the NFL. What game surprised you the most? Um, the Jags coming back and winning, probably. Uh, Oh, well, maybe not. Uh, that one did surprise me, but I think also the Colts-Vikings game. Uh, <laughs> the Colts had a 30-point lead, and uh, Matt Ryan blew it just like he did the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah I saw a graph that showed, like <clears> – <throat> a bunch of games that Matt Ryan was like super ahead in and that they're like, yeah, Matt Ryan lost these. He's, I think he's just cursed, man. I think that's what it is. Uh, but the Jags winning too was big. Uh, a, it made it pretty much kept the Cowboys from, from locking up the, the playoff spot already. And the Jags are, only I think they're only like what one or two games behind in their division. Yeah, so one game uh, they're one game back from the Titans. Yeah, I was, I was about to say they're not that far back. Um, for me, I fully agree with everything you just said too. Like as far as like surprise, um, I think this shows exactly how good this Jacksonville team could be. Um, yeah, Trevor Lawrence has been looking really fucking good the last couple yeah. weeks um like Dak Dak and the Cowboys did not really have that bad of a game you know you look at the box score um you look head to head obviously you know Lawrence outperforms Dak across the board uh both in passing and rushing um but shit I mean CD Lamb still had over you know 100 and and 26 yards. It wasn't like they were stuck, you know. Pollard and Elliott were running the ball effectively. Uh, this was just, in my opinion, I I don't think you can look at the Cowboys losing this game and be like, well, that's the, just the Cowboys. This was definitely one of those games where I feel like you could say, like, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, they got something going down there. They do, but... I also uh, will add in, I actually just think that Dak Prescott has not been playing very great the last month. Uh, he's been throwing a lot of picks, making poor decisions, the ball. And uh, you, you, can't, you can't win a Super Bowl when you're consistently making mistakes like that. No, you absolutely can't. Um, I would, I mean, and I fully agree with that. Um, but I do like in this for this game specifically. All I'm saying is, is I think that Jacksonville just outplayed the Cowboys. Not like Dak lost the game for the Cowboys. Like Jacksonville yeah. played fucking phenomenal. He did. Um, let's see. Let me scroll back here. Uh, <clears throat> that Miami Buffalo game that told me a lot. I think a lot of people were writing Miami off. Um, because of what the weather was going to be. Um, 
let me just point this out. There is a photo of Tua on the sidelines um, looking like a little kid being pissed, being, you know, cold as shit. Uh, but Tua actually played relatively well. Um, you know, on the other side of it, Josh Allen threw four touchdowns. But, <clears throat> I mean, the game still came down to a field goal. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like just because Tua didn't have, you know, you know, the numbers that Josh had, like, like they were out of the game. Like, they were still in it. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't. I haven't watched the highlights for that game yet. Dude, it was a crazy game. The, the snow flurries just everywhere. Um, I So, <laughs> there is one stat line I do, I do find very funny. Um, I don't know if you're looking at the box score um, or if you're looking at the stats at all right now. Um, but Tyreek had nine receptions for only 69 yards. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, like Jalen Waddle had three receptions for, you know, 114 yards. Um, they both had a touchdown, though. Um, I just find it funny because, you know, Tyreek, again, com- you know, keeps complaining about not getting used enough. Like, so you want the ball to be thrown to you a bunch, but you you really don't want to do anything with it. Like, I mean, yeah, seven yards a catch isn't bad, but, like, look at what your teammate did with three receptions. That's all I'm saying. Um, also, Tyreek <laughs> – Somebody else also pointed out that Tyreek has only had three games when he was with Kansas City where he had less than four receptions. So. Hey, he was underutilized. And yeah, I, it just, okay. it's a laughable thing. I think it's just, it's just clickbait now at this point. Um, no, um, I do know here in Kansas City, a lot of people are overreacting to the Kansas City Chiefs, um, you know, Houston game. Um, whether you are one way of saying, you know, hey, the Chiefs, you know, they always play down to their opponents. Like, um, why that may be true, there's a bunch of people complaining that right now about the refs. Um, I don't know. At this point, I just – the whole ref situation – is just cockamamie. I'm tired of hearing it. Um, it gets old, but I I will say, um, even as someone that's not a Chiefs fan, uh, there was some very questionable no calls uh, during that game. No, and like I, I see where the, I see where the, <clears throat> I see where like people are coming from. But at the end of the day, like, it's hard to complain about the refs not like going against your team and then your team wins. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a bigger deal if you guys were like losing games because of like bad calls, but, um, you know, I think people are just gonna have to deal with it. Uh, cause I don't see the, the NFL ever really making like, at least not anytime soon, making like a big change to how the games are refed. So it sucks, but yeah, it doesn't really help complaining about it. Especially because nobody gives a shit since you guys are still winning. Like, oh, the refs, the refs are hurting us. You're eleven and three, chill. <laughs> yeah, it does seem kind of, uh, kind of ridiculous. <clears throat> uh, so what happened out there in, uh, in uh, the Seahawks game? What happened? Uh, what happened out there in Seattle? Oh man, dude. Um. Brock Purdy may may not be like one of the best QBs, future QBs or anything like that, but like he's going to be pretty solid, man. I have a feeling about it. Uh, I think he's just like got a lot of potential to be like a good game manager type quarterback. Uh, very like Tom Brady-esque, a lot of like dump off uh, short passes, 
Um, but he was being really smart with the ball. And then Christian McCaffrey went off 26 carries for 108 yards and a touchdown. George Kittle, four catches for 93 yards and two touchdowns. That killed us. Um, and then the 49ers defense, man, they just shut us down. They're so good defensively. It's insane. And, like, um, at one point during the game, they had their entire defensive line was their second-string players, and they were still getting sacks. So, like, their defense is just so deep. It's insane. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know, I I said the same thing. I think that the uh, I think you know, again, we talked last last time about you know how um, I'm a little harsh on Joe Burrow. Um, same with Mike White. Uh, but then again, you know, I brought up the, the fact of how I feel about Brock Purdy. And I think, uh, I think that just goes to show, like, you know, I like the kid. I think if he, I really do think though, that if he gets this team into the playoffs, which it looks like that's what he's about to do. Um, <clears throat> and I think that they make any kind of run, which they will with their defense. Um, I honestly think that they have a quarterback problem next year because you have three guys that could make an argument for starting quarterback and only yeah. one doesn't have a resume. You're just invested in them. Um, yeah. I mean, Brock Purdy kind of already, they are, they're already going to the playoffs. Um, them beating us this week, clinch their, uh, the division for them. So, even if they lost the rest of their games and we won out, our records would t- be tied, but they beat us twice this year. So they clinched the division this week. Nice. Nice. Good job for them. I mean, I'm sorry for you, but. Hey, it's okay. We just need the commanders to lose. Um, so we can get the wild card spot and then it'll be all right. Speaking of quarterback controversy, uh, I want to talk about Zach Wilson coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Wilson went, uh, you know, 18 for 35, uh, 317 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, also ran for an additional 70 yards on three carries. Uh, did you get a chance to see what he did? Um, I, I did. I wasn't that impressed. Uh, sort of like his yards and he had two touchdowns. And yes, uh, he did better statistically than he had in previous games, but 18 for 35. That's horrible. That is such a low completion percentage. I just uh, I just didn't see like enough that made me like think, oh man, yeah, he redeemed himself. No, and it, de- it was definitely a game that he definitely could have. Um, I, I think that he had a really good shot at being able to uh, go out against the team um, who isn't a slouch. Like they weren't going to be an easy win for, for the jets, but uh, they definitely, you know, like they could have fa- obviously faced a harder team, but um, <clears throat> no, I mean with, you know, with, with Mike White's, uh, you know, kind of dip in production the last couple weeks, um, and obviously the injury. I, again, I think I think this was the best chance putting Wilson in, whether you want to go with him 
moving forward or you want to try to move on from him after this? Um, I mean, this is enough evidence for a team like Detroit to maybe want to put like, you know, uh, throw out like a try on him um, or a team like Houston. Um, I mean, shit, you know, go somewhere else and kind of look at what you can do. I mean, I'm again, I'm still super interested to see how the Baker Mayfield experience goes out there in L.A. So um, didn't go very well for him this week. Well, yeah, I mean, but again, let, you know, let Sean McVay kind of keep doing his thing. I think, you know, I think it could, the potential for it could be very interesting. Um, But no, he definitely did not play a a very good game. Uh, Anyway, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, let's take a look at next week. Um, again, folks, we've only got three weeks left before the wild card. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to, um, we're going to pick our Thursday night game and, uh, pick, uh, the game that we're, uh, excited about watching this week. And, uh, then we're going to go into some predictions, Hell yeah. So Trevor, uh, why don't you give us a, uh, a little preview of the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the New York Jets? Um, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure they're still going to start uh, Zach Wilson. Um, other than that, I don't really know too much about what's going on, but I can tell you, I'm pretty sure the Jags are going to win. Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, this is a very interesting game because this is a must-win for both teams. I think this is a perfect primetime game for potentially what could have been, like, the two up-and-coming, like, next quarterbacks to be, you know, you know, they always do that shit where, like, you know, you get two young quarterbacks that can, you know, take center stage and who will rise and blah, 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 blah. Um, From my understanding, I agree. I I understand. Like, I I think you're absolutely correct there. Zach Wilson will be starting. Uh, So it will be Zach Wilson versus Trevor Lawrence. However, I think there's more to this because I fully believe that it's going to be Trevor Lawrence against that, very good Jets defense. Um, this will, uh, I think, potentially be one of the best Thursday night games that we've got a chance to watch. Um, I'm pumped because I actually can sit down and watch the entire thing. Um, so I will be talking about it heavily next week. Um Garrett Wilson and uh, Christian Kirk are actually uh, tied for yards right now. So be interesting to see if one of them uh, creeps over the thousand yard mark. Uh, they're both right now sitting at 966. Uh, vastly different <laughs> touchdowns, though. Um, so, yeah, very interesting. Both teams need a win here uh, to kind of keep their playoff hopes uh, alive. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags as well. I think although this is going to be in New York, um, I think the Jags are just – they're on a roll. Um, and I, I've, I've been a huge fan of Trevor Lawrence ever since he came out. So uh, what game this week are you keeping an eye on uh, for some entertainment other than the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Kansas City Chiefs? Um, well – I, I I will be paying very close attention to that game. Um, it, it, do you know why that is, Evan? Yeah, you'll be there. I will be there. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I'm excited, man. It's gonna be my first game. Um, in Arrowhead. I've been to several games. Um, out in uh, it's Lumen Field is it? I think it's called what it's called now. I never know. It's it changes its name so much. Um, 
because I went from Questfield to CenturyLink uh, to Lumenfield. It's just pick a name and fucking stick with it, please. It gets oh, confusing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we do have the two loudest stadiums in football, so I'm excited to to see how uh, how it feels watching a game here in Kansas City in person. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm, pro- I'm probably going to be watching the 49ers-Commanders game pretty closely just because uh, the 49ers already clinched our division. The Commanders are taking the wild card spot right now. Um so if they lose and we if we can manage to pull out a win against you guys, that puts us back up into the wild card for the time being. So yeah, I'll probably be paying attention to that. Um no, I mean I I, I like that game. I think uh that'll be a, a really good game. Um we still got a bet going on for our game, so there is that. We do, we do. Um I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna be uh, kind of keeping an eye on the, uh, you know, Eagles Cowboys game. Um, first off, those games are always uh, extra intense. Good rivalry. Uh, I mean, I don't think the Eagles are gonna lose, but uh, if they do, or if they were to fall short, definitely in Dallas would definitely be a thing. So. Um, okay, so let's take a look at the playoff scenarios or scenarios if you, you know, want to be more politically correct. Uh, let's take a look at the, uh, let's go to the NFC first. Um, top four teams right now are the Eagles, the Vikings, the 49ers, and the Buccaneers. Which the Bucks being six and eight is just fucking laughable. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> wildcard teams are the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Commanders. Now, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the 49ers are all for sure in. Uh, so, a little bit of room for movement. Obviously, that four seed spot is only going to be taken. Um, or could only be taken um, by really anybody in the NFC South. Uh, so, Trevor, do you do you see anybody overtaking the Buccaneers? Uh, in their division, no. Yeah, I <laughs> I agree with you. I don't either. <laughs> no. um, <laughs> the yeah, division I, is terrible. It's a, yeah, it's a crap division. Um, any team that I would have faith in would have been like the Panthers. Uh, now, granted, with that being said, the Panthers are are going against Detroit, and the the Bucks are going against the Cardinals. Um, so, who knows? Uh, anyway, with that, uh, so at this point, right now. Um, outside of the, you know, Panthers, Saints, and, and Falcons. Um, you obviously have the uh, Seahawks, Lions, and the Packers. Uh, you see any of these teams making making a run? Um, I can either see the Seahawks or the Lions, um, not the Packers, so I don't think. I just don't think that um, I don't know. I just don't trust the Packers team to perform every week. It kind of seems like Aaron Rodgers wants to show up whenever he wants to. Yeah, which hasn't been a lot this year. No, um, I I definitely agree with that. I I don't think uh, Rodgers is is on the ball. Um, if he does decide to turn it on, I guess you could potentially be on the lookout for the Packers, but they're also so deficient on weapons as well. Um, I don't know really how, how well they can make a push right now. Um, I'm going to say the lions though. 
Um, I think that, you know, what what they got going on out there right now is is uh, really good. Uh, Goff is good enough to uh, sneak them into the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I see them kind of making a move. Um, I, I would say that the team on the hot seat uh, that really needs to worry uh, is definitely the commanders. They, they definitely have a, the tougher schedule ahead. So, yeah. And there's a lot of teams that are just right behind them. So, yeah. Uh, moving over to the AFC uh, right now, for sure. Only the bills and the chiefs are in. Um, but right now it goes bills, chiefs, Bengals, and Titans as your division leaders. And right now, your wild card teams are the Ravens, Chargers, and Dolphins. Uh, teams that are on the bubble are the Pats, Jets, Jaguars, Raiders, Browns, Steelers. And uh, sadly, the Colts are still in it. So, only teams that are not a. <laughs> in contention anymore are the Broncos and the Texans. So, uh, Trevor, who are you, who are you feeling that's, uh, outside of the bills and the chiefs? And you, I mean, obviously I would say probably still the Bengals too. Um, who are you feeling is, is probably, uh, probably should be the most nervous out of all the playoff teams that are in right now. Um, I would say the Titans, Um, I would also say um, the Dolphins because uh, the Jets being only one game behind, uh, you know, if the Dolphins lose two more games and the Jets win two more games, uh, the Jets can very easily take their take that wild card from them, and the Titans are only a game ahead of the Jags, like we said earlier. So um, they definitely got to be feeling the pressure. They they get a really good matchup this week, though, against um, the Texans. So, which, did, did you know the last four times the Titans have played the Texans, Derrick Henry's rushed for over 200 yards? I did not know that. Yeah, I heard that today um, when I was watching some fantasy football updates. I was like, that's kind of, that's a crazy stat line right there. That is. It really is. Um, no, for me, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I agree with you on the, uh, on the Titans um, and the Dolphins should definitely keep an eye out. Um I would say, honestly, you know, as crazy as it sounds, but the Ravens should definitely be concerned. Um, they're not playing very well right now. Um, unfortunately for everybody else in the AFC North, the Bengals decided to just, you know, get hot all of a sudden, uh, go on a six-game win streak. Um, so... There is that, uh, but uh, no, I can totally see, uh, you know, I can totally see the Browns uh, start to get on a roll. Um, the Jets defense, I think, is good enough to uh, get some stuff going. And you really never know about the Raiders, man. The Raiders and the Chargers could make a lot of things difficult for people. You know, we didn't even talk about, like, how the Raiders Pats game ended this week. We I'm did not. You, I'm assuming you saw it. I did. The Raiders get so lucky sometimes. Oh, they absolutely do. But they also are the Raiders. Yep. They, they make a lot of, uh, fuck ups. <laughs> But it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. There's uh, a poorly managed team. 
Yeah, they absolutely. Um, I would definitely say they they kind of get like the shit end. On a scale of one to ten, though, how mad do you think Belichick was after that game? I think he was so mad that he almost smiled. Oof. I don't know that I've ever seen him smile. I've seen a fake laugh come out of his mouth. I think the dude's just like a a fucking robot. I mean, it makes sense. Maybe a reptile. Maybe we should start... Evan, maybe we should start our own conspiracy. These are facts. We should do that. We should do that. We should. Uh, we'll just. We'll just try and get the idea that Bill Belichick is actually like one of those reptile people that people believe in, and that he's secretly the uh, commissioner of the NFL. Now, I could totally see that. I could totally see that, like, he just has, like, a Roger Goodell skin suit. (laughs) Uh, But think about it. People hate Belichick as much, almost as much as they hate Roger Goodell. That is true. Oh, no. Um, So, yeah, uh, next week, I think we'll, uh, I mean, we'll get a little bit more clarity on the uh, the playoff situation for the NFL. Um, but the week after next, we will uh, go into a playoff preview. So we will have an extra episode potentially added or just an extended episode. So... Um, Trevor, you got anything else you want to uh, you want to add? Um, nope, I, I don't think so. Okay, well, um, thank you for tuning in, folks. Again, sorry about the mishap with yesterday's uh, episode. Um, don't that's not always going to be a thing. Um, as the uh, holidays are approaching, we want to wish you. Um, a Merry Christmas, a Merry Chrysler, um, a Happy Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, from everybody here at Strange Crew, we wish you guys a happy holidays. Uh, we love you. We thank you for all the support. And uh, we are so excited for you guys to continue this journey with us moving into the next year. Uh, with that being said, That's just Trevor and I'm E-Money. We will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.